Hello, I am Annette Renee. Have you been through trauma in your life? Have you been healing and ready to move on now? Are you wanting to go from trauma to adventure and go with confidence? This is for you. This show is called Survivors Traveling Lightly. I am thankful to introduce my friend Shanda today. She is here to help us talk about eating healthy. What do you do for your carbs? How do you get healthy carbs and what do you eat? I am pretty lucky about that. My husband would probably not say lucky. My grandma, she fed us pretty healthy. I do, and so do both of my daughters. They love vegetables. We love fruit. So that is not too much. I don't love chips. Sophia kind of will because she's skinny. She kind of gets away with things and we keep trying to teach her that's going to catch up one day. And besides, it's not healthy. Even if you're not overweight, that's still, it's not healthy for your body. I don't really have chips in my house. I don't love fries. I really do actually really like vegetables and I like them raw. I love a lot of salads. I love cucumbers, tomatoes, We go through strawberries a lot and berries are like the best. Their glycemic load is the smallest with the fruit. So strawberries, blueberries, raspberries, you can eat a lot of strawberries and blueberries and it doesn't raise your sugar as much as some of the others. And apples are, of course, all the apples. I prefer Granny Smith. You know, I like tart. So me too. Yeah. Yeah. The lemon chicken soup that I ate last night. That's why I love it because it's so lemony. That's the good thing is that I always have enough carbs, healthy carbs. But my problem is I get a lot of carbs out of sugar. That's where my weakness is. Although I may have a healthy meal, I don't eat a lot of fried stuff. I don't eat a lot of chips or I don't really even eat a lot of processed foods except the sugar. There's a lot of carbs are coming in for me. And those are the bad carbs. That's exactly what needs to be removed. It's just, it's hard. Yeah, it is, especially after working all day. Yeah. And then coming home, you can grab something quick and sugary and it gives you the boost, but taking the time to get the healthy stuff that gradually gives you what you need is not as easy. Yeah. Ricky, Ricky was talking about that, about how his wife is a fitness trainer. Yes, she is. You know, we were discussing depression, like he did the depression episode, you know, and in a class, we were talking about how carbs can be a mood booster. So he said there's a lot of times when he was agitated or not able to sleep, maybe kind of restless. He said, for some reason, you know, I always want to go get a bowl of cereal. And all of us were like, yeah, yeah, a bowl of cereal. And then somehow I can sleep. And his wife would remind him, well, of course, because you want the boost from the carbs. I'm not sure if it's the dopamine or the serotonin that it it uplifts. And then um, and then he's able to go to sleep. So now on those, it doesn't happen as often anymore, but on those rare nights, every time that I find myself in the kitchen at, you know, midnight or two o'clock in the morning, cause I can't sleep and I'm starting, I'm like, where's the carbs? Where's the carbs? Where's, and I'm usually looking for something as Sophia's like, I'm like, are there some chips? Are there some Cheez-Its? Are there's, I need carbs. And I hear, I hear that in my head. What his wife said, you know, of course, of course you're looking for that because it calms you. It does that and then it calms you. And I'm trying to remind myself that, okay, that's what it is, Shanda. You know, sometimes you still can't stop it, but at least when you realize, okay, this is why I'm needing this. And I'm getting better at that. I'm getting better at noticing when I'm just feeding, eating to eat. And I'm not really hungry. I'm just feeding myself. And so I'm learning that that's a trigger for me. The other day, Jonathan did call and ask if I wanted something for a quick trip. 
but I'm not getting sodas anymore. And I really didn't want ice cream. And it's more expensive now, even at Quick Trip. Yeah. I was like, ooh, get me a bag of Cheetos. And he brought me a big one because instead of the small size, because I don't have small size chips anymore at convenience store. Yeah. When did that happen? You know, when did we decide that yeah. we went from these <laughs> tiny little ones, like your snack size, you'd send your kids at lunch to the big gallon one. And that's all you can get. Yeah. Because I remember we used to have the small ones at yeah. the convenience store. Yeah. I've had to tell Sophia recently, I don't buy her a lot of junk food. I always had a rule with her and Claudia that you could get one or two things per grocery trip, like free mom's not going to say no to. And with my stepkids too, I would always make them think about with each meal, where's the protein, where's the vegetables. I did notice like they would say that to each other, you know, where's your protein in there? Buy a lot of chips, but every once in a while, you know, I'll go to quick trip. She'll ask for something and I'm like, oh my gosh, there's a huge bag. You're going to have to share it or eat half of it. Like it's not a regular size bag. And same with some of the candy. Right. The king sizes, they don't even have the small size. Like the regular. When he brought that home, I think for me though, it was as much carbs as salt. Mm -hmm. But I ate the whole thing that night. I'm like, really? That was not smart. Yeah. I don't crave salty things. I only crave sugar. (laughs) I've been blessed with that, that I don't really crave the salty things. Maybe because I didn't get raised with it, but I did get raised with sugar. After two or three years of being married, uh, he would say, your whole family is like that. And I was like, no, they're not. And he's like, yeah, you guys just right. think about sugar. Like you, you just live for the sugar. And I'm like, no, we don't. You've met my family. It's not that they're obese. You know, they're not fat. It's not that they're heavy people. And so I was like, no, we don't. He said, okay, watch. The next time that we eat, we did grandma here. We're going to eat the dinner. She's going to eat a very small plate of our food. He's a really good cook. We'd have a really nice meal really healthy too. He'd always cook really healthy. So we might have chicken breast with onions and tomato and cucumber salad. He always has rice. He's like, she'll eat a small plate of that. And then she'll wait maybe 10 minutes for everybody to finish their food. And then she'll say, do we have any dessert? And I said, okay, I'll what? And yeah, sure enough. That was 12 years ago. Every single time I'm with her, that happens. And I said, I have never noticed that. I mean, she always does. So we would always look at each other and start laughing because she would be like, do we have any ice cream or what's for dessert? Oh my gosh. And then I started watching the other people in my family and they all do it. They all do it. One side of my family is that way. And I think that it, yours kind of grew up in the country. So maybe it's a country thing. Yeah. They would just always have the dessert. They always had that because we would. We'd always have a couple pies or there's always something for dessert afterwards. And even though we eat healthy. Yeah, I loved water as a kid. It's not that I loved pop. I might have chips in my lunch box. When I think about like my lunches when I was growing up what you had in your lunch and you'd be excited about. I always talk about the raspberry singers or the whatchamacallit or, and so Sophia's always like, well, what kind of chips did you have? She saw me eating Doritos the other day. (laughs) She said, I have never in 13 years seen you eat Doritos. And I said, what? And she goes, I've never seen you eat Doritos. And I said, (laughs) aren't you shocked? Well, I guess that's true. I just don't really eat chips very often. I mean, Doritos were around when I was a kid and I ate Doritos. She was like, yeah, but you only talk about as a kid, like what was exciting is all the sugar. (laughs) She was like, you're always talking about sugar. And I'm like, oh, that's true. That's true. Yeah, you're right. Ding dongs. Oh, me too, probably. Let me tell you that at school. Yes. I always talk about chocolate chip cookie, (laughs) chocolate chip ice cream, chocolate chip cookie dough. (laughs) I do. Yes, very much. I'm like, yes, food again. (laughs) Yeah. But it's a good example in chemistry. You mix those chemicals together. (laughs) 
especially homogeneous and heterogeneous. Oh, yeah, you, it's good examples. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, even though I hate chemistry, I told, you know, <laughs> yes. you know, it's very much the bane of my existence. I never realized because I was taught how to bake, but I was never taught how to cook. So that's why I'm almost useless in the kitchen. But if you want me to make a cake, cookies, pretty much anything sweet, I could do it. I could do it with my hands tied behind my back and blindfolded. (laughs) People would make comments. I don't understand how you can bake and not cook. There is a difference. Because baking is, you, you pretty much have to follow the recipe or it won't turn out right. I mean, you know, you could add things like cherries or chocolate chips, but I mean, you know, the baking soda and the flour and the eggs and you got to be pretty precise and have specific things. There's a reason that it ends up the way it ends up. And if you leave something out, right. that it's a completely different thing. It's not that way if you make a soup or if you say, oh, let me try different things with the ground beef today. It, it is more like chemistry, you know, you have to have certain ingredients to create cake. You know, and then you just change one or two ingredients and it becomes a cookie or it becomes a brownie. So it's like, yeah, that's true. But that's how I I was taught from a young age, know how to make sweets. (laughs) That was important. Well, in your family, it was. Yes. I don't know that we even had dessert very often. We could have one snack when we got home in the afternoon. I'm not sure we got dessert after dinner. I mean, I'm sure we had some, maybe on holidays and stuff. But I know once I got in high school and college, I started eating the sweets. Yeah. And I definitely love sweets now. Reese's peanut butter cups are amazing. Oh, I know. That's what's really hard because I'm not supposed to eat peanuts, but I can eat a Reese's. Maybe I could eat like two Reese's, maybe two days in a row. And then if I try to do it the third day, I'll start having symptoms. Hmm. I have a hard time breathing and stuff. Oh my. But oh my God, I love Reese's. (laughs) So yeah. And I love peanut butter and banana sandwiches and but yeah, the Reese's is the one of the hardest things for me. Luckily, at my old job, they knew. And so they would watch me. They would literally watch me with peanut M&Ms and with Reese's. They walked into my office. You know, I'd be trying to hide it. But I mean, <laughs> you know, you can't always hide everything. They just walk in and be like, why do you have that yellow bag? That's the peanut M&Ms and you're not supposed to eat that. I'm like, <gasps> Like somehow if you do it, you know, secretly, your body is not going to have a reaction. (laughs) And they get really mad because they've been taught with the EpiPen. They all were aware and they were like, what are you doing? I'm like, it's so hard. It would, how, I mean, think about if you had to give up Reese's for the rest of your life. It's so hard. I know. Well, that's how I thought about Dr. Pepper too. And I've done it currently. Yes, I know. Me too. I thought that about Coke and I gave Coca-Cola. I gave that up also. Coca-Cola was easy for me because they changed the new Coke formula. Never was the same after that. Oh, really? To me, when they changed it back, it just did not taste the same. Maybe that's showing some of my age. Yeah, it's funny in my family, too, because my grandma does not like sodas. Me, my mom, and my uncle, none of us grew up with that. Um, We might on vacation. Or I think I told you recently that if we eat pepperoni pizza, I it's a trigger. I have to have pop because my grandma, that's the only time she drinks <laughs> soda. And she always says the exact same thing. Well, I'm going to have a soda because it cuts the grease. I don't really know what that means, but it is a trigger. <laughs> but luckily, I also do what she does. And I take a, a paper towel and I always block, you know, all the fat off. And I just do it. You know, you just do what your parents do. And <laughs> for me, 
I've always been kind of germophobic, and then I took um, parasitology, learning about all those parasites, even before COVID. Uh-huh. I just could not take a napkin at a restaurant and put it on my food. But it mostly was, it's at home. Yeah, because we'd order pizza. Because I'm a little bit germy, too. I have, I'm very, very weird about it. It's not even something that I consciously... Because I do a lot of things that don't make sense. I put stray items in my mouth and chew on them, you know, but I can't eat after somebody. I have a really hard time using silverware at restaurants. So is that why you didn't share my tzatziki sauce yesterday? Yes. Because you can't eat after me? Yes, I actually (laughs) was like, Shanda, you can do this. You can do this. No, no, I can't do it. And for whatever reason, Sophia is the only person ever on the planet that I have been able, and I don't know what that is. At least she's your daughter. That's at least some of it. (laughs) Yeah, but I couldn't with Claudia. And even Claudia would be like, I don't understand. I'm like, I really don't either. You know, where we ate last night, it was a very clean restaurant. I've not ever seen anything that made me uncomfortable. So the fact they use silverware doesn't really bother me. But there's a lot of restaurants that I go to and I will inspect the silverware and I may not use it. Even at my own house, there's many times I will rewash my dishes several times. Thank goodness I'm about to get a new dishwasher. (laughs) It's not about like spots or even thinking that things didn't like the food is not complete. It's I don't know what it is. I don't I don't really know. It's just weird. Okay, well, when you eat at my house, you may need to bring your own silverware because I have hard water. Yeah, we do too. And it and it is a pain. I hate it. My OCD is kind of like, is this not clean? I know. It's so hard to get it clean with hard water. Yeah. I mean, it's clean. It's not pretty anymore. Yeah. But I'm not like that with everything. I don't know. It's very strange. Okay. So we kind of got off track. We've talked about doing a challenge for getting healthy. Like I said, at school, we did a water challenge where you had to drink so much water a day and you had to write it down. You just had to improve. There are a lot of habits that I got from eating in the zone that unconsciously stay with me. I will say too, like when you're talking about how sometimes you're just eating to eat. And one of those is I don't snack in between meals. I keep I keep my meals pretty consistent. That's good. They don't have to be at specific times, but I do. I am very conscious and I have it on my calendar. You know, an alarm will go off and it's not that I'm, you know, rigid about it. But yeah, I don't eat in between. I, I don't snack in between. I And so that's good. I think that's one of the things if you're not able to go full force, hey, I'm going to go 100%. And I think we've talked about this too, that that's easier for you to just completely do something. And for me, it seems to be more like, let me work on this one habit right now. We take one thing at a time. I don't think it was like that before, but it is with water. You're supposed to drink like half of your weight in water. You know, when you're heavy, that's a lot of water. And so it's a freaking lot of water. It is. And that's part of the zone too. I mean, it's extreme. I think water is the most important thing about your diet. I think that's the absolute society is learning how important sleep is that sleep is an essential, not just a little bit of sleep, enough sleep. Water is the same way. I don't think your body functions correctly. Okay. On that, does it need to be just straight water? Can it be water with electrolytes? Is there a difference that you know? I don't know. Okay. No, I don't. Electrolytes, most of us don't need those. It's usually athletes who perform at a very high level. From what I understand, it's really not necessary unless you are a very high performing athlete. You lose those electrolytes from sweating an intense amount in a very quick time. And most of us don't function like. Well, for me to get off the soda, I started using the Propel water flavors and it has electrolytes in it. I know that. And I was just thinking about 
how much I need to cut back and trying to figure that out as we were talking. So I'll have to check on that. And then I went to the running store and they have pills that you can put in your water when you're running and stuff Mm -hmm. that has electrolytes and caffeine. Yeah. So I don't use a whole tablet of it, but I use those when I get brain dead in the middle of the day and I've already eaten lunch and I need to still teach another class or two to just have the caffeine boost without buying my Dr. Pepper. So. I think it's kind of like the gluten-free thing. There are people who who need to eat gluten-free because they have a condition that they can't metabolize gluten. It's not going to hurt people who don't have it, but it's not going to help. They'll just cut out carbs, you know, they'll cut out wheat and bread because those have gluten in them. But technically, cutting out gluten is really not going to affect the regular person. Yes. Does that make sense? Ever since I was a little kid, I have loved water. I do not love tap water. You know, when I was a kid, it was not popular to buy bottled water for home. Grandma had to do that. I mean, she didn't have to, but I remember a lot of comments made in my family that, you know, I was bougie and, you know, I was a princess. My taste was very sensitive to to the water. And especially in this town, we have a different water system than you have. Well, I'm on well water. You're definitely on a different system than I have. Oh yeah, that's true. I forget. <laughs> I was so fascinated with that when you told me that I even had to ask my stepdad, you know, <laughs> why is she on well water? <laughs> so, yeah, I don't even know why I'm on well water. Yeah, I just think it's so funny that you're in the middle of the city and that you have well water. But yeah, so even though we're sitting right next to each other, you know, like, yeah, we have a different water system than Tulsa. That it may be that when I was on the farm, because we were on a farm just a mile right. from where we moved when I refused to drink the tap water anymore. And it may be that we had well water at the farm. I don't know. But I refused to drink water from the tap anymore at, I think I was seven. And once we moved to the house. And uh, so I do I do look up a lot of information about bottled water um, because not all bottled water is the same. And of course, not all tap water is the same either, you know. But with bottled water, there's actually a lot of uh, companies that add sugar and they add just the right amount of sugar that they still don't have to list it as an ingredient. They, they can still say zero sugar on there. That to me is horrible. <laughs> I do maybe every five or six years, I'll start researching again to, to see who right. is doing that, who has the best water. There's also lots of places that they will test the water for taste. You know, you can find lots of information where people are, they discuss the taste and then they also discuss uh, what is actually in each water. And then the difference between like distilled water, filtered water, spring water. Well, don't drink distilled water. Yeah. Yeah. The distilled water is, yeah, it's not really for drinking. Not at all. Mm -mm. So there is a very popular brand by a soda company that makes water. It's very popular in vending machines, at least. And I try not to drink it because it has the most sugar in it. That really irritates me, you know. But when you're just getting a plain water, bottle of water, I think the majority of people would never assume there's sugar in that. That is, that's really rotten. Right. Like if you're drinking flavored water or mineral water, there's so many like carbonated water. Maybe you might think there might be a little sugar in it. There is a brand that I'm picky about that I drink a certain brand. But then you also have to watch with the type of water bottles that are used, the plastic that's used. And then 
I never buy those bottled of waters that are sitting outside a quick trip, like how they have all those, like tons of them lined up. Right. And they sit in the sun, especially in the summer, they sit in the sun all day. And I'm like, oh no, can't do it. Well, they used to do that with soda too. And they've had to quit doing that because with diet soda. Oh, because the aspartame. That's the one thing I, I am really picky about my water too. You think as picky as I am about all my food that I would be in the best shape ever. It's ridiculous. <laughs> so, well, we all like our our quirk, you know, our failures, our sweet twos, or whatever. Yeah, that's true. Okay. Well, thank you very much for coming on the show today. Yeah, we will do a challenge that will be coming up to motivate all of us to get healthy. Thank you for listening to Survivors Traveling Lightly. Over the next few weeks, we will talk about health, how to be healthy and eat healthy, how other people have gotten healthy themselves. Also, a challenge that will be coming up to motivate all of us to get healthy. Please subscribe if you have not already so that you will know when our next podcast comes out. Also, if you would please give us a five-star review that would help other people to get to see the podcast. Please also share it with your friends. Thank you for listening to Survivors Traveling Lightly.